Hello, everybody, and welcome to the season one finale of Hit and Run. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined by... Natalie Dunn. So we don't usually start the episodes like this, but uh, episode 14. Man, have we come some ways. We started, what, back in May? It feels like forever ago, but yeah, I think it was May. In this odd year that is 2020. So <laughs> we've been we've been chugging along. The original idea we had for season one was to do just a 10-episode set, and we got to 10 episodes, and we're like, you know what? We're having a good old time. We want to keep going. So we are now at episode 14, and we feel like this is a good point to end the first official season of the Hit and Run podcast, not to be confused with the Hit and Run radio show. It's weird that you say we started this in May because that literally feels like years ago, but also the idea for this podcast started in like March, which somehow feels even farther away. Well, that's when shit hit the fan, let me tell you. So Yeah, I think March of this year was like an entire year in itself. I mean, that was six months ago. That was six months ago already. It's been half a year. We've been living in hell for half a year. That is very true. Let's recap, though. What's happened in the last six months? Ooh, well, we started a podcast. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Six months ago when we started this, I was doing data entry for a health consultant firm, and I was living with Hillary's mom, who is such a gem for letting me stay there. And none of those things are true anymore, which is a good thing. I am now a content production specialist for the Painting Contractors Association, which I love. I get to do podcast things, video things, live streaming, animation and graphic design. It's like I basically go to a playground every day and get to work. And it's just amazing. And I now live with my girlfriend, Hillary, in South City, St. Louis, this little little cute brick house and just got our couch and chaise today. We're finally getting <laughs> furniture after what seems like forever. Still waiting on my dresser. My clothes are still in piles on the floor. Still waiting for the footboard of the bed. We have all other pieces of the bed. You know, we have the headboard. We have the rails that you set the mattress on. Thank God we have the mattress because we did an <laughs> air mattress for two weeks and that was awful. We that have the terrible. storage which makes up one side of the bed. We're literally waiting on two flat pieces of wood that hold the rest of the bed together. (laughs) And we're also waiting on a a kitchen island, and we're not going to get into that. I was going to say, I feel like we could do an entire show on the saga of your furniture. I mean, everything. We're switching insurance also because uh, State Farm, you will never be a sponsor. (laughs) If you have State Farm and it's working out great for you, like I'm happy for you. But for us, it was State Farm. <laughs> it was a freaking. It was. It's been a freaking nightmare, Nat. Let me tell you, we are now a USAA choice. I don't know if choice is the thing, but we're we're USAA because State Farm. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> but you, you have also come quite a ways since the first episode, as far as personal life goes. Yes. Uh, when this show started, we were living in a two-bedroom apartment on the second floor. I guess not a whole lot else has changed besides that, but it feels like a lot because we now live in a lovely three-bedroom house with our delightful cat, Ellie. And as of just a few days ago, um, we have our adorable nine-week-old puppy, Nezuko, or Nezi for short. She's a Shiba Inu and the light of our lives, but also a monster. Um, Sounds about right. 
Yep. Also, exactly. Ellie's going to be really upset when she hears that she is not the light of your lives. Ellie is the love of my life. Nezzy is the light of my life. There's a distinct difference. Where does that leave Sam? I mean, he's my fiance. That's that that counts, right? Eh, I guess we'll ask him later. <laughs> <laughs> um since this show started, we've also booked the rest of our major vendors for our wedding. Yes, next you year. never you never told me how that went on Sunday. It went well. We booked them. So we have a caterer now. We're officially having a breakfast food buffet at our oh wedding. Oh my gosh. You literally are Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec. <laughs> like I know I know that you know that, but I want you to know that I cannot watch that show anymore without being like, this is Nat and Sam. Good. And that, I love it. I love it. Like we watched the wedding episode a couple weeks ago. That's my favorite episode. And Hillary was like, they are goals. And I was like, that means Nat and Sam are goals because... <laughs> They are one in the same. Breakfast, I freaking love you guys. What specifically? (laughs) Is there gonna be French toast? Um, no French toast, but we will have you're gonna you're gonna be hype. So we're gonna have just your standard scrambled eggs Mm -hmm. and fried potatoes. Are they gonna be like shoestring? Are they gonna be chunks? No, they're like the like potato chunks. I don't know what exactly you call okay. them. Okay, Just I like, can get down with that. I think they officially call them like spiced potatoes, but you know, hash browns but not shredded is what I think of them as. Are they golden Yukons or are they like the red ones? Couldn't tell you. They they were pretty they were pretty okay to be honest. They weren't my favorite part of of the tasting. A little bit of salt and pepper on there, maybe a little garlic. They definitely need a little salt and pepper. But after that, we get your standard sausage links bacon, and then a delicious hash brown casserole. We had the option between a hash brown casserole, um, a deep dish omelet, which is basically like an, an egg casserole, like and then um, biscuits and gravy. And we chose the hash brown casserole because it was amazing. Bless you. I'm not a big biscuits and gravy fan anyways. Not that this wedding feel... is for me, but like, you know. No, but biscuits and gravy didn't really feel like food that anyone would want to eat and then like get up and dance like that didn't that didn't feel like the right vibe that's like you eat biscuits and gravy and then you pound a couple brewskis but you're not leaving your chair for the rest of the day yeah you go to bed at like (laughs) two in the afternoon exactly um so we picked the hash brown casserole and then for what is in a hash brown casserole you know i honestly couldn't tell you what all was in it i know it was a little cheesy um, and hash browns <laughs> break out your then, lactose intolerance pills yeah <laughs> um and then we have some lovely danishes some some good old biscuits i can get down with a danish and a biscuit and the best part is this the part i'm going to be excited about mm-hmm. i think a i know full what you're gonna say blown waffle station Ooh, boy yeah <laughs> comes with yes. all the toppings it's gonna be great. Whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I don't know what else. What else would be in that? All the fruits. All the syrups. All the sir. There's more than one syrup. Yeah, you know, like strawberry syrup, maple syrup, chocolate syrup. Like authentic maple syrup. I mean, I I don't know where they get it, but <laughs> they need to tap it fresh out of the tree out back. <laughs> well, we're getting married in the middle of a cornfield, so that won't work. Not well, actually, bee. but the venue is in the middle of a cornfield. Now, what time, and I don't know if we've ever actually discussed this, what time is your wedding? I know what day it is. I just don't know what time it is. <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's over a year away. 
Um, I have it in my calendar. Thank you. <laughs> good. Um, well, also, I haven't, like, you know, sent out invitations or anything. But it'll probably be, like, I think the ceremony is going to be around, like, 4.30. And then dinner will be after that. I mean, everything's happening in the same place. So there's not going to be a lot of travel time in between. And we're going to do most of our pictures before the ceremony. So there shouldn't be a long cocktail hour. Now, we I feel like we've discussed this at some point, but will there be an open bar? There will. We probably won't have oh. like a full bar because we're providing the alcohol. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so it'll probably just be beer and wine. But because we're doing a breakfast buffet, we're going to do mimosas, which, you know, that's all I'll drink anyway. And the wedding party is going to be drinking mimosas all day. So, you know. Bride squad. I'm bringing. I was just gonna say, my bride squad cup is ready. (laughs) That's all we're gonna be drinking all day anyway. That's Um, can't wait. And then Sam will probably have just like a a bottle of Maker's Mark for him and his groomsmen, and then everyone else will have a nice selection of standard beer and wine because that's all we can afford. I mean, I think I can speak for everybody when I say, if you're gonna give them free alcohol. They don't care what they're getting as long as That's it's free. That's very fair. It's very fair. I don't know the last time you've talked to Cody either, but he is actively studying the book you gave him. So he <laughs> oh, is good. he is getting ready to officiate the wedding. I was going to say, for the listeners, um, Robbie's twin brother, Cody, will be officiating our wedding. So I'm excited about that. Sometime next year when, because I don't think, I mean, I think he has to get his certification within a calendar year unless he wants to renew it um so he doesn't have to do that like soon but once he does that he and i can have like a couple zoom calls and stuff well he and sam and i can have a couple zoom calls and stuff so he can you know write the ceremony (laughs) oh he already told me that he's going to make you guys go through like the pre-wedding counseling good Good. Yeah. I mean, he's, I want him to do that. Yeah, he's he's playing that. He wants to make sure you guys are ready to be married and you know what you're getting into. Good. <laughs> I think he's putting more thought and effort into that at the moment than he is becoming certified. He's, <laughs> he's pretty hype on your counseling session. I'm sure. I knew he would take it seriously. That's part of the reason why I wanted him to be the officiant because I knew that he would he would get really into it and he would take it seriously. Oh, yeah. That boy won't half-ass things. Anything <laughs> worth doing is worth doing right, if you, mm-hmm. in the words of Jimmy Dugan. He's also <laughs> well, looking good. for our, a microphone, so he will be on the podcast next season. He's actively Excellent. looking for a microphone. Every couple of weeks, he's like, what kind of microphone? And I'm like, a Blue Yeti, USB. Not a sponsor, but you should be. <laughs> And he's like, okay, I think I'm going to look into that. And then a couple weeks will pass. And I'll be like, what microphone did you get? It's like, pull the trigger, man. We want you (laughs) on here, but we need you to have good audio. Mm -hmm. What a spicy boy he is. And he'll tell you that. So cornfield, huh? Yep. It's it's really close to a highway. So that's good. And there's lots of stuff close to it. But in terms of like the actual location, yeah, literally just cornfields. Is it... How do I want to phrase this? Is it close to Columbus? I don't know why I needed to phrase that a certain way. I was going to say, was that a sensitive topic? Essentially, (laughs) I don't also, I don't remember where you're having the wedding. Um, It's in Finley, Ohio. So it's like an hour and 45 minutes north of Columbus. Plenty of uh, accommodations, hotels. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think I can, I think I can swing that. How, um, yeah, we're still debating if we're going to, we're going to drive or we're going to fly. I would Mm -hmm. like to fly. Well, there's not a lot of airports 
you basically would have to fly into Toledo, Detroit, or Columbus. There's nothing super convenient. But I guess you could fly into Detroit and drive with Cody. I was I was just going to say I'll probably <laughs> and I, you know what if that's the case I'll probably just fly to Flint cuz there's a mm, it's that's true. it's easy at St. Louis Chicago to Flint and we'll just meet up at my parents and we'll probably just go from there. Mm-hmm. Cuz do you know how far? You probably don't know. How far is Finley from Flint? These are the things you need to know. Well, actually I probably could tell you that. It is because so how far is Finley from Howell? I'll put it that way. Finley is about, it's about the halfway point between Columbus and Howell. So just under two hours. Oh, that's a piece of cake. Yeah. So it's probably only a three hour drive from you. I don't even think it would be that. Well, yeah, it'd probably be that far. But Columbus is three and a half. So like that's, I mean, that's less mm-hmm. time than it took for me to go visit you last year. Yeah. Yeah, if that's the case, I'll probably just fly to Flint because I think it's like a 10 or 11 hour drive from mm, St. Louis to <laughs> at least Columbus. And Hillary loves the long drives. She is a phenom about doing long drives. I'm like you know, three hours max. Three hours mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm good. Uh, it's eight and a half hours from here to my parents' house though. So uh, got to suck it up on those trips. <laughs> Which it's easy to on the way there because it's like, yes, I go get to go get to visit home. Mm-hmm. And then on the way back, it's like I get to go see my cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like driving back is always worse from anywhere, especially a long drive like that, just because it's like, oh, now I just want to be home and I don't want to do this anymore. That's how I always feel when we drive home from Howell because it's like, you know, three and a half hours. See, I agree with that, but I also think that it feels less You know, it feels like not as much time going home than going to because all that excitement is gone. Mm. So when you're excited, it just feels like it's taking longer. We're on the way back. You're like, I guess I'll do this. I feel like it's the opposite where when you're on your way there, the adrenaline and excitement makes it feel like it goes faster. Oh, no, no, not for me. (laughs) It like doubles the distance. So a lot of wedding things have been planned in the last six months. Yep, which is weird because... It's been a really bad time to be planning wedding stuff. (laughs) Well, I remember when it first, when coronavirus first hit, I mean, it came to a screeching halt for you guys. Yeah, which is okay because, you know, we have lots of time, but it was, it was hard to even like think about the wedding during that first couple months because one, it felt so far away and two, there was so much else going on that it didn't even feel like it was worth the energy because it's so far away and also... Everywhere was closed. All the vendors were in limbo. I wasn't sure what vendors were still going to be in business on the other side of things. And so now that everything's sort of like evened out a little bit, even though the world still is kind of on fire, you know, things are at least a little bit. I don't know what the word is, but things are in motion. That's that's a good word. It's it's essentially that dog meme now where everything's on fire and there's just the happy dog and he's like, this is fine. That's mm-hmm. us right now. Everything's yeah, on fire, but instead of panicking, we turn that frown upside down and we're like, <laughs> yep, I guess we're just marching through this together. And then we get disproportionately upset when Taco Bell changes their menu. Listen, if there was one guiding light in all of this, it was Taco <laughs> Bell. And I know I had the blog post where I said everything tastes the same, but come on, man. You still hold a special spot in your heart for it. I will say, though, last week I had a, uh, a breakfast crunch wrap because the night I before really we were like doing those. production and I was at work until like 10 at night. And on my way home, I was like, 
I could stop for dinner now and treat myself, or I could, because our boss was like, come in an hour later tomorrow. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I could get dinner now, take out, or I could treat myself to some Taco Bell breakfast in the morning. So I zipped on home and I baked myself some chicken nuggets. And then the next morning, I got myself a AM Crunchwrap. And the drive-through woman was so friendly. And she's like, do you want sausage or you want bacon? I was like, you know what? I'm fucking treating myself. Bacon, please. And she's like, do you want to make it a meal? And I was like, what comes in the meal? And she's like, Cinnabon Delights. And I was like, you know what? I was denied those a week ago because apparently they only freaking serve them before 11 a.m. I didn't say this to her, but in my head I was doing that. I was like, yeah, I want some Cinnabon Delights. And they were delicious. I know what I you're thinking. I do really like the breakfast crunch wrap. They were so good. The breakfast crunch wrap plus the Cinnabon Delights. Mm-hmm. Don't judge. Don't judge. I love those things. I love the little balls of icing. Mm, warm, gooey. And then she's like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, just the water, please. I'm watching my figure. <laughs> <laughs> good breakfast. But Taco Bell, if I knew you were going to do this, I wouldn't have bought my Taco Bell shirt a week ago. <laughs> Sorry, not a week ago. I bought it like before they announced all this. I was going to say a week ago was too late. Would I have bought the Taco Bell shirt anyways? Probably. It was a it was one of those retro ones, the old bell for Taco mm-hmm. Bell. You were wearing it last week when we recorded. I was, yeah. And I thought, wow, that's a nice Taco Bell shirt. And I thought, I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what you think. Um, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, we have an unreleased episode where we went through the Girl Scouts manual, but uh, I was straight up awful in it. I was not on my game that day, so uh, maybe one day we will release it, but today is not that day. You're going to get this instead. You're going to get a little bit of wedding talk, a little bit of Taco Bell, Finley to Howell. We are learning quite a bit today. Natalie has a puppy. Mm-hmm. Hillary's a blonde now. We're just oh, learning right. that. I haven't seen a picture of it yet. I will make her send one to you after this show. She just got back from her appointment. She will be blonde for two weeks and then she's going pink. Awesome. Like a like a rose. It's gonna be it's gonna be really nice. And I want to see the blonde. Doesn't smell like the lifting agent anymore. <laughs> That's good. So Robbie that's... got to learn how bad hair dye smells. Oh my gosh. And apparently Hillary found out. I don't know if you know this. Apparently when you get a perm, it smells like color lifting agent. Why would you get a perm? Did Why Hillary would you get, get a, a perm? perm? No, but I mean, if that's what a perm smells like, ugh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. But she, I like, <laughs> this sounds weird, but the first thing she did when she walked in the door, I gave her a hug and then I kind of like sniffed her hair and I was like, oh, your hair smells, smells not <laughs> gross anymore. Not that yeah, her I think hair Sam is glad gross, that I don't just, dye my ooh. own hair anymore. It's a, it's a scent, let me tell you. I've never <laughs> dyed my hair. My sister never dyed her hair because we promised our grandma that we would never dye her hair because it's, you know, it's that good red, that good ginger. Mm-hmm. So I've just never, I've never been around, I've never been close enough to anybody to like know what dyed hair smells like. Mm-hmm. And now uh, my uh, my special lady friend, she dyes her hair. So I have uh, seen the world of follicle coloration. <laughs> Another thing that's happened in the last six months. What a wild ride 2020 is. You can call it that. You know what else is a wild ride? The Hit and Run podcast. But don't worry. We'll be back before the end of the year. We're going to take, what, month, month and a half hiatus, and then we'll be back bigger and better than ever for season two. At least we think. We don't know what it is yet. Yeah, we're as you, you've probably figured out listening to this podcast, 
We kind of make things up on the spot. That's the whole essence of hit and run. It's just Say that's that's the shtick. That's that's what you signed up for. Let's hop on the mic. We warned you. <laughs> we <laughs> we warned you that first episode. You never know what you're gonna get. Sometimes we just hop on and we make things up on the spot. But we have laughs and we learn sometimes. And above all else, we just you know. We like laughing with each other and we like making others laugh. And that is, that's really what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not comedians, but we, we go for the laughs. We go for the, the sympathetic laughs. We do. Laugh because we're laughing. Laugh at us, <laughs> but also laugh with us. Mm-hmm. So when we come back in the fall, in a month to a month and a half, where do you think the world's going to be? Where do you think we'll be? I have a feral cat, so uh, in a month and a half... <laughs> We'll give you updates on our, uh, we named him Cider. He gets neutered on Friday. He's a, for being a feral cat, he's a real, real sweet boy. So we'll give you updates on on Cider in a month and a half. You'll give us updates on Nezzy in a month and a half, although she sounds like the most well-behaved dog on the planet. She's pretty good. Um, In a month and a half, she'll be like twice the size she is now, though. She'll probably be. (laughs) Now, I'm just warning you, because when my family got Huck, Huckleberry, the the little tyrant, for that first two weeks, we were the same. This dog, he's quiet. He's meek. He would not leave the food bag. Like the first day we got him or the first couple days, he just laid at the back door and we're like, what? what is with this dog? Does he not like us? And my dad's like, I think he just likes laying by the food bag. So we brought the food bag into the living room and he laid with us and he was fine. <laughs> and But he was the same. He never, never barked at anybody, never, never said a word. This dog does not shut his yapper now. It's bark, bark this and whine that. Mmm, I want the food. That's Huckleberry. So uh, let's let's uh, let's see where Nezzy is in a month and a half. Yeah, we'll see. In a month and a half, she'll be four months old. So she'll be well into the puppy biting, and well, she's already into the puppy biting, but she'll be well into puppy biting and chasing and. Hopefully she'll at least be potty trained so I don't have to get up three times a night. But I basically have like a one-year-old child right now. Like not self-sufficient enough to like sleep through the night, but kind of functional. Very different than cats. Yeah. Like we put a litter box in Cider's room and it plays with their instincts. So this cat has not had a single accident. He's been very good. I will say, I'm, I need to knock on all the wood, but we have not had an accident yet. Not even at night. Keep your fingers crossed. So, so far we're doing good. The thing is, Shiba Inus, like, housebreak themselves because they're very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you're only supposed to give them baths, like, once or twice a year because they keep themselves really clean and, like, you don't want to overwash them right. or, you know, like, dry their skin out or anything. So once they know where they're supposed to go, they basically potty train themselves because they don't want to, like, have an accident. Maybe I need that kind of dog when I <laughs> eventually get a dog. We'll see. So far, I'm a fan, except for the screaming. Yeah, the the Shibu scream. Never... I didn't I didn't know what that was until you showed me. That's horrifying. Yeah, if you've never heard of the Shiba scream, it's a real thing. Look it up. We'll post That's what it. What she does at night. We'll post it. So we'll see where we are in a month and a half. We'll see where the world is in a month and a half. It'll be in the thick of a presidential election. Not that we're going to talk about it, but it'll be there. We'll you know we'll we'll see. It we'll will. we'll do a little recap when we come back. For the season premiere of season two of Hit and Run. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media channels. That's right. We're on Spotify. We are on Apple Music. We're on Podbean. And we're on Facebook. Now it's crucial 
what I'm saying next. Make sure you keep checking our Facebook page because we always want to hear from you. But now that we're going into a season break, we really want to hear from you. We're going to ask you questions. What did you like about season one? Possible topics that we could talk about. We're going to ask you guys that probably a couple questions every week. We value your opinion and we want to know what you guys think we can do to make this show both better because we're going to do a deep dive. We're going to have our weekly meetings and we want to, this is a, this is a community and we love having the community aspect and we want to know what you guys have to say. And school is back in session for most kids, uh, but this is the, this is the last time for Natalie for a little bit. Natalie, what did we learn today? It's the last one. I got to make it good. We learned so much today. We, we did. Learned so we learned much a lot today. today. I got lots to pull from. Just give me three um, things. Today we learned that Sam and I's Leslie and Ben-ishness is like transcending other people's brains. So that's great to hear. Um, I mean, the fact that you're having a breakfast bar with a waffle yeah, bar. <laughs> I mean, come on. I love um, it. <laughs> we also learned that even though we tried to bypass the uh, the part of getting married where someone asks you a bunch of questions about are you sure you're ready to get married by choosing a friend to officiate our wedding we didn't actually get out of that so we have that to look forward to is our premarital counseling with cody and we learned that six months can be a very very long time and a lot of things can happen in six months and it's hard to believe that it has only been six months we also learned that i'm going to be sipping mimosas with one hand and cramming waffles with the other hand at natalie's wedding we learned that I'm probably going to fly into Flint and carpool with uh, my broski, my bubs, Cody, to the wedding. And that it's at 4.30 on a Saturday night. And we learned that Taco Bell cannot hide from us because we're always coming after you. This has been season one of the Hit and Run podcast, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.